0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast where each week we talk about the convergence of food, agriculture, science and technology and the impact it is having and will have on the state of Indiana. My name is Gary Dick and I'm pleased to welcome uh, this week, Johnny Park. Johnny is CEO of the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network, a 10-county area focused on uh, economic development and innovation, uh, in particular in the advanced manufacturing and agriculture sectors. And, Johnny, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. You have very much uh, bring to this uh, role at the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network, or WHEN, and we'll talk about what that's all about in a moment. But you bring um, an entrepreneurial inov- innovation-type uh, mindset to that role. You were the founder of Spencer Technology a company you uh, you sold earlier this uh, this year uh, in March. Johnny, talk about your background uh, as, as an entrepreneur and your relationship with Purdue University.
1: Yeah, so I think it's a unique journey um, that I took. So I came to Purdue in 1994 as an undergrad student. Uh, I majored in computer engineering and went to grad school and got my PhD and ended up becoming a professor at Purdue. So my research was around robotics, machine learning, and wireless sensor networks. So I really knew nothing about agriculture back then. Um, But uh, back in 2008, uh, I wrote a a grand proposal to USDA um, to automate labor-intensive activities in agriculture, and that project got fully funded. And that really was an entry door for me to look at agriculture and just was fascinated by the opportunities the technologists can make and make a positive impact in this industry. Mm-hmm. And just saw a tr- tremendous opportunity to uh, to uh, just make a positive impact not only in this region but around mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. So started a company called Spencer, as you mentioned, in, in two thousand nine, and. Uh, Learned a lot. I, you know, that was not something that I thought that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but started a company and scaled, and and eventually uh, uh, acquired by a company called ETN. So just learned a tremendous uh, lessons about how to start something uh, from ground zero, scale it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, make something productive in, in the field. Uh,
0: give us give us an idea. Give us a thumbnail sketch of Spencer and what Spencer was all about, because I think it does really represent that convergence. What we're talking in here that convergence of agriculture and technology and innovation uh, to solve real world challenges sure. uh, that again can uh, can be portrayed on a global a global stage. Yeah. So Spencer.
1: Uh, We called it Precision Pest Management Company. So we had both hardware and software technologies to monitor insects and weeds and disease, uh, and we can predict uh, the likelihood of those uh, pests emerging in the field so that we can help growers and consultants to proactively uh, manage their fields using sensor and data science technologies. All right,
0: talk about your new role because Mm -hmm. you've transitioned now uh, to as CEO of the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network, again a 10-county area in the Lafayette, West Lafayette area, surrounding counties uh, there. What's WIN all about? Yeah, so WIN
1: is a consortium of 10 counties in north-central Indiana. Uh, The counties include Benton, Carroll, Cass, Clinton, Fountain, Montgomery, Pulaski, Tippecanoe, Warren, and White counties. And our goal is to make this 10-county region into the global epicenter of digital agriculture and next-generation manufacturing, Mm -hmm. and really empowered by the Internet of Things technologies. And really, at the end of the day, we exist to cultivate this regional ecosystem that empowers globally competitive businesses
0: to plant and grow in the Mm Wabash-Heartland region. Okay, that sounds great. But how do you how do you bring people together? Because you've got Purdue University sitting right in the middle of that, this great world-class asset. You've got corporate assets. You've mm-hmm. got entrepreneurs. You have a lot of really good things going on in the region. But um, I've got to believe that one of your big tasks or goals is to make sure everyone's on the same page and and marching toward these uh, these goals in these specific areas.
1: Yeah, we have a uh, various stakeholders and this incredible and generous gift from Lilly Endowment of close to. million is certainly is going to be a big boost for this big initiative. So we have three specific pillars or initiatives that we're going to carry out. One is around digital agriculture. Uh, We are going to engage agricultural producers and businesses in the region and really develop uh, these agricultural IoT testbeds, educate them, train them, and help them adopt these latest technologies to help them uh, be more productive in their Mm -hmm. farming lands. The second pillar is around next generation manufacturing uh, very similarly we want to also enable real-time analytics of manufacturing processes and systems and develop these iot testbeds to help local manufacturers to adopt mm-hmm. these newest technologies and help them grow and be more competitive in mm-hmm. this region and the third pillar is regional cultivation initiatives uh, we want to invest in innovative place-making projects that would increase uh, education vitality and connectivity mm-hmm. in this 10 county region so those are three specific yeah. initiatives that we're carrying you know,
0: out your background as as a, a, an innovator as an entrepreneur w- would seem to be very beneficial uh, in this new role as you look at the assets assets that exist in in the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network what's yeah. the potential in, in your view if, if this reaches the potential that that you, you think it can what 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 could we see come out of this initiative?
1: I think potential is uh, is enormous. I mean, I see this region. I mean, we're really uniquely positioned. I see four things that are uniquely positioned. Um, one, we have incredible this research institutions, uh, specifically in the in our region, Purdue University as the yeah. only university with a top ten engineering school and top ten school of ag right very mm-hmm. unique combination we have Ivy Tech college that produces the next generation workforce that this state desperately needs and second um, this um, we have a, a strong um, industry base in agriculture manufacturing uh, it's just really unique it just stands out right the state and third, I think this region really knows how to work together I mean mm-hmm. I think this we have leadership in this state that values partnership and you know, just the fact that Agrinovus, entity-like organization like Agrinovus exists, is a testament to the fact that the state uh, leaders understand the partnership. And the fact that when our organization that I work for now exists, again, it's a testament that leadership here understands partnership. And finally, I think it's something that it's, a lot of people don't really think about, is that we have Midwestern values that I think is really unique. You know, I recently read an article about what Silicon Valley can learn from good old Midwestern values. Um, The point of the article is that, as a tech startup, developing innovative products is really important. But even more important is that the company established a culture of strong work ethic, Mm -hmm. a culture of integrity, and a culture of helping one another, which are all well known to be the main pillars of Midwestern Mm -hmm. values. So, I mean, do we have a chance to turn our region into a global epicenter of IoT and agriculture? Absolutely. But if we can leverage and strengthen the culture of strong work ethic, high moral values with an attitude of helping one another, Mm. I think we have a real chance of
0: making this something very powerful and very unique mm-hmm. right here in Indiana. Yeah, this is, It certainly is an exciting vision. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, you will be featured later at the uh, National FFA in, in the Blue Room uh, mm-hmm. there, which is a new educational room presented by Agrinovus, powered by Microsoft. Uh, it's at the National FFA Convention. To share twenty first century agriculture stories. Why in your view is it important to share the technology and innovation story with young people, with 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 FFA members? Yeah,
1: and these are our future, right? And I you know for me I wanna be able to encourage and inspire these young folks who may be interested in technology, but you know the public perception now is still is that agriculture is sort of low tech, mm-hmm. and if you're pursue technology, this is not the area that you want to go into. That is very very wrong. I, it just you know for me, I'm a testament, right? I, I'm a Purdue professor in robotics. I am making my career in agriculture, so I want to inspire and encourage young folks. Whether you're in robotics, big data scientists, micro uh, microbiology. Mm-hmm. All those things are essential tools today that's going to fuel the next generation agriculture. So if you are in that technology, agriculture is a field that you can be in and also you can make a
0: positive impact in the lives of people around the world. It's an exciting story, a lot of great potential, uh, certainly around the state, including in the Wabash Heartland Innovation Network. Johnny Park is the CEO of uh, Wynn, uh, a real entrepreneur and innovator. And Johnny, thank you very much uh, for joining us on this edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. You know, each and every week we take a look at uh, food, ag, science and technology and how they all come together, how they merge, converge uh, to impact the state of Indiana. And we're pleased to do that each and every week. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business News from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.